This episode of the Mayfair Theatre Podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download with a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash Podcast. There's over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash Podcast. Get a free audiobook on us today. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 30 of the Mayfair Theatre Podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Mel. I'm Josh. And uh, we're... This is our... Is this the first one we've done out of sync, I think? Early, without a uh, schedule? Without an actual schedule to look at? No, I I think we did. We did one? We did one. We did two episodes back-to-back. Oh, that's right. That's right. When you left. When I left, yeah. Yeah. It's, It's shocking that we've been able to retain this schedule anybody doing a podcast or anybody like anybody who does something like this with multiple people like if you're in a band it's a miracle any band stays together for more than six months because everybody's got stuff to do but so we've managed to do 30 of these podcasts with all three of us um mel is going on vacation uh bright and early sunday morning yeah like 4 a.m we're out the door that's really early it's gonna be great (laughs) so we don't have we don't know what's playing next week yet. Uh, we had thought maybe we would tag on a little epilogue, but then we realized that... That would you, be weird. Yeah. Just this really awkward, like, hey, shuffling of papers. Hey, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're smart enough to listen to this podcast, you're smart enough to go to the website or you're on Twitter or you're on and Facebook. And by, by website, I mean Mayfair, th- we mean mayfairtheater.ca, not yes. any of those other websites that people mistake for oh ours. Oh, my yeah. Can we talk about this without slandering another company? <laughs> I'm going to straight up say, Flickster yeah. doesn't care. I wrote them an email. According they... to Flickster, we're playing uh, Mission Impossible all weekend, and which I, we're not. I tried yeah. to email them to yeah. be like, hey, uh, could you just like not pull our showtimes from a third-party website? And I got a response back saying, we do not pull our showtimes from movie theater websites. We only get them from a third party at this time. It was like, cool. You confirmed exactly what? third what party? I, yeah. Cinema something. Cinema I, clock? That's mm-hmm. another It's offender. another, yeah, yeah, they're also awful. Um, because people come people come to the box office and say, can I have one for yeah. Transformers? And it's like, we're not showing that. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, it says on cinema clock or, so we might as well it's point like out these. It's like cinema source or something. Like yeah. who I assume gets their information from, well, God knows where, really, if they ended up with Mission Impossible, yeah, you know, I have no idea where they pulled that from. And also, to to be to be fair to our our um, our multiplex cousins, I remember a while ago there was some teen oh. horror movie with the room in the title. Yeah, it, but it was like I yeah, that happens too. They'll they'll um if we're showing an older film, yeah, they'll sometimes so, use a film with the same title, but it's not the right film. So it said that like one of the multiplexes was playing the room. Like for four shows a day for mm-hmm. a week, Whoa. and on the website it had like the poster of Tommy and the whole thing. So, so they're getting screwed too. Like they yeah. like so it's, it's it's this weird middle ground of like misinformation that it's almost like when I hear people frustrated. Um, Chris Hardwick from the Nerdist podcast is frustrated with Wikipedia because even though there's a Wikipedia page about Chris Hardwick, the man Chris Hardwick cannot 
email Wikipedia and say, you have this wrong. It needs oh, to be well, sourced, I've, right? I've, so I've, it's I've, like, yeah. I've known people also who have like edited with a source and there are just like psychos who sit by their computer ready to edit it back to some misinformation yeah. at the drop of a hat. I want to go on like the Mayfair Wikipedia page it's and scary. just make yeah. stuff up. Just be like, <laughs> like the typewriter was invented in the Mayfair in 1932. <laughs> See if there are any crazy people who will correct the information for us. Yeah, just, just puts a, Donald Sutherland came here as a boy yeah. and fell in love with film. Just make, st- make up some like pseudo-Canadiana that an American would kind of believe. Yes. Hey, Donald Sutherland's Canadian. That's, that makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, but yeah, it's... it's but, I remember too when we were playing an old school Spider-Man, the the, the wonderfully mm. horrible TV movie, and it just said we were playing. And, it's, and it's was a, it called the Amazing Spider-Man? No, it, I believe it was just called Spider-Man. And in French, though, wasn't it? Yeah, and they and they tagged it as the 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 newest. Sorry, yeah. so it's it's a it's a you know a logical mistake, but nonetheless, you know, whenever you're doing something like. Just double check. Like if, if, if a if a theater is showing a movie called Muppets, make sure they're not showing the Muppet movie. You know, or, or if a theater is showing John Carpenter's The Thing, point out that it's not the remake or non remake of the thing. Like it's yeah. just, it just seems so lazy. Just to pay me. attention for ten seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's it's all these kind of mistakes that happen make me realize that anytime a celebrity or politician or somebody gets misquoted, and she's like, yeah, yeah. Or just like, yeah, quotes are often taken out of yeah. context, so. Nobody's trying, but. Uh, I mean, like, we may make mistakes as well. Never. <laughs> um, case in point, this week's flyer. Yeah. Uh, has the wrong show times for Unity. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Plays what? the next two days. Yeah. But, uh, but. Were the, the times wrong or what? Times were right. They were just in the wrong day. The dates, okay, so the yeah. right dates are. So the dates on the poster say 12th and 13th, okay. but the show times were in. On the 10th and 11th. Yeah. Oh, so, I see. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, like, we make mistakes, but I don't think our mistakes are so bad that we're but we correct. But you know what? We correct them. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. when, if we make a mistake, we we correct it. We don't just say, oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. well. <laughs> Too bad. We do what we can. Yeah. yeah. It's not just like, well, we pull our information from a third party provider. Yeah. <laughs> or what's the other one? Like, I believe there's like a... I don't know if it's like a city called Mayfair or something, but in the I've gotten uh, two or three times I've gotten phone calls from a a person with a heavy American accent asking if we're what the showtimes were for whatever the multiplex movie of the day was, like yeah. like Fast and Furious or something. And it kind of takes you back because at first you think it's an honest mistake where somebody just phoned the wrong theater, and then you're like, "Wait, where are you calling from?" Uh, and my the, favorite thing is being like, "Guys." We're in Canada. Yeah. You're in Canada. (laughs) But how did, like, that means they're dialing on a phone with area code. And that's what gets me. Yeah. I mean, I realize we have a weird area code in Ottawa now, like 647 or something like that. What? Yeah. Where'd that one, what? (laughs) I don't know this. We're not 613? What's going on? We are 613, but there's also... There's another one. Something else. Oh, Um, I didn't get the email about that. Somebody gave me their number and I was like, so where do you live now? And they're like, Ottawa. You just have a new area code. So, like, I get it. You might not maybe realize initially that you're dialing long distance, but when it says this call cannot be completed as dialed, please dial long distance. Like, I don't know. Whatever. I like it when somebody phones (laughs) and asks a question, and they're asking questions about showtimes or our address, and my brain kind of goes, did 
are you using a phone book? <laughs> it's like, it seems so, like, like it seems so horse and carriage already. Like, we, we move so fast. Yeah. And, and even just, like, um, I find now, and it seems so science fiction, but, but physical media has become quaint to me. Uh, whereas, like, a little while ago, I was watching, like, the Blu-ray of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and just the, the, the putting a disc in something and pressing play just seems so old-timey already. Oh, just because I either go to the movies or watch things digitally at home. Yeah. So even that already seems out of place. So not looking at our website or not looking at our Twitter already seems like, you know, did, did you look at a newspaper? Did yeah. you, like A woman called me this week and she said, like, my computer died. Would you mind walking me through the show times? And, like, of course, I really don't. I don't yeah. mind. I had the time. It was fine. Um, but I felt really bad for her because she's used to just, you know, click, 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 and her computer's totally dead and she can't get one right now. Yeah. So, you know, it was like, okay, cool, yeah, I'll sit down with you and take the time and go through the show times. She's probably yeah. going to come see Amy this week, but... Good, good. Um... I like it, it must be so strange. I like it when we get asked about a really weird movie, and it's some, like, grandmotherly lady on the phone saying, can you tell me what felt's about? Yeah. <laughs> and you just... Oh, God. Turn I into have like a hard a, time. Oh, you become Rodney Dangerfield, kind of like, oh, ee, oh. And like, oh, we just picked up the uh, <laughs> the fire engine going Fire by. engine. There's some drama on Bank Street. Drama on Bank Street. Drama at the game. Um, but, yeah, it's just interesting. It's interesting how, like... Things are moving along, and now uh, our, our Twitter, we just passed very quickly. Like like a, a week ago, five days ago, we hit 6,000, and now we're at 6,015. So that's chugging along. Yeah. Um, uh, Twitter, yeah. So Facebook, I think we're at about half of that, like 3,000. Mm-hmm. And I find that very interesting because it means that Twitter is gaining momentum every day. Yeah. Whereas Facebook is well, kind Twitter of moves so stalled. fast, yeah, know, moves so much faster than Facebook. Yeah, and and I think it's become like it's so funny how this happens with technology. But I think Facebook is for grownups now. Like I think Facebook. Is yeah, like, our parents have are now have yeah. now infiltrated it. Yeah, my dad has an iPhone and he's playing with it all the time. Like two years ago, he'd he'd be like, you know, the most funniest thing was watching my dad try to learn to type on a smartphone because the guy can't even type on a regular keyboard. Yeah. So if he's like searching with two fingers on a regular keyboard, he has no idea what he's doing. My dad's like a 14-year-old girl now. Like he's on it all the time. (laughs) Yeah. He texts you in the morning and like... Yeah, and before that, he's on Facebook a lot. Oh my God. So Facebook isn't cool anymore. (laughs) No. And it's funny because like I always say grown up, but I'm in my 30s. But like when my mom and my uncle hit Facebook, I'm not friends on Facebook with my mom. Whoa! No, I'm Whoa. I'm very close with my mom. And they do, and they 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 will make a profile, forget they have one, and then make another one. Oh yes, yeah, yes. They that's, have double profiles. But you know, it all comes down to this. Like I feel like a teenager, whereas even as a teenager, I was close with my mom, and there'd be times where a big group of us would be going to some movie, like you know, like a like a Star Trek. Yeah. And so like couple of our moms might come along. Yeah. But if we were going to like, you know, like an R-rated thing or, or seeing something weird at the Mayfair, like you don't want your mom sitting beside you when you're watching like Heavy Metal or Yuratsu Godoshi, you know? Or like, uh, The Tribe. Or The Tribe. No. Oh, did that happen to you? No. <laughs> no, no. It's not going to happen to <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. But every once in a while, like, 
I forget the example. It might have been, it was something critically acclaimed. It, it was like Blue Valentine or something like that. Oh my God, I, yeah. And my mom was like, I hear this is really good and I, and I like these actors. And I, and I had to look at her as an adult to an adult and go like, this might sound like a 13-year-old talking, but you can go see this. I'm not sitting beside my mom watching this movie. And I hope that doesn't sound immature, but I would just be so uncomfortable if there's some like crazy sex scene in a movie. Like, 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 I just, I always joke that my mom would be like, oh, I hear blue is the warmest color is great. And be like, no, no, no. And so Facebook is just like. Much like I probably, I assume my mom felt when I, Wide Shot came out and I was like, I like Nicole Kidman. Can I watch this with you guys? And she was like, uh, nope. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think when I saw Risky Business for the first time and my mom and dad, like I saw Alien way too young. I saw like all these movies. But I remember watching Risky Business, which I think by today's terms is relatively tame. But I think there's a couple sex scenes in it. Mm, the subway But scene. I remember her like covering my eyes. <laughs> I remember that. And then the rest of it, I just remember like, oh, cool. It's Tom Cruise dancing and it's this and it's that. And it's kind of just like a goofy, my parents are away from home thing, right. you know. But yeah, with, with the Facebook thing, I'm just like. Why aren't you friends with her? Well, I don't want... <laughs> what do you... I, drunky... Like, you don't want her to know that she goes... You went to see the Suicide Girls when it came, they came to town? I, I don't want Drunky talking about something oh. crazy on Facebook and then my mom reading, which would be fine, but it's just... there. There's some... Can you, like, specifically hide Drunky's... <laughs> <laughs> there's some, like, 14-year-old boy in me that doesn't want I my mom... It. Seeing me swear on Facebook, yeah, I don't yeah. know, like, like, or, oh, I've or, gotten, I've gotten that from my parents. Like my, I, my dad sent me an email once. Yeah, because I wrote some swearing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's, it's, like, it's yeah, you know, it's okay. I'm not gonna go to jail for this. Or yeah, like, I don't know. I can see myself like making a self-deprecating status of like, well, today couldn't go any worse, and my mom being like. Okay, here's like cute long email about how great you are, you know, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And I, and there's no, sh- I I don't think there's a shame in it because Facebook's weird, right? Because I can still phone and see my mom yeah. anytime, but to but to go like, yeah, I'm not gonna put your fr- you on here because that's that's me. And the same thing, vice versa. Like my mom goes camping every summer to this thing called Blue Skies. Yeah. And I never go because I don't like camping. So that's something that she does yeah. that I don't have to yeah. be a part of, you know? And Or or it's like if, if she was coming to see... It's a bad example because I'll watch anything. But say if she was coming to see some, like, Meryl Streep mum genre movie. <laughs> Best exotic mix, mix, mix Yeah, level. I might be like, man, I don't want to see that. Love you know? Hotel. Love yeah. Hotel. <laughs> yeah. The second best erotic yeah. Yeah. hotel in town. Hotel for geriatrics. But, I, like, is there... So So now we have... But so, okay, so I think that, like, part of it might be that, uh, like, Twitter, you can mute people. Yeah. So if you don't want to see their posts every day, you don't have to. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you're Oh, you can mute people? Because I just get rid of them. Yeah. So do I. (laughs) Yeah. There's some people who, who, like, don't seem to have a life and they just post crap all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's also, yeah, some people who, like, are writers and, like, live their life on the internet completely, Mm -hmm. so you get, like, 80,000 tweets a day, and it's, like, cool. I don't need this Bible, you know, or, like, 80 tweets about the same thing. Like, okay, so you've said literally everything you could say about this. That sort of thing. I think you could just mute them. Whereas on Facebook, 
I mean, there are privacy settings and all of that jazz, but I think mm-hmm. it's just a little bit more difficult to be like, okay, well, I don't live in Ottawa, so I don't want to hear about the Mayfair it, every it's day. It's like joining the mafia with Facebook. Like, you, once you're on it, you can't get off. You, yeah. have, you have to, like, buy your way. You have to buy your data. Like, you well, can get rid of your Facebook, but, like, they still have all your, everything yeah. you've ever posted. Your childhood photos. Yeah. yeah. But, like, is this, is this forever now? Like, the way that, like... When when email came out, people thought that was a fad, and now email's a thing. Like nobody doesn't have email, so now like in a hundred years, is is Facebook, Twitter, email, phone number? Is that just the? Is there going to be another one? Like how many? I remember when Instagram started, I was like, we already have Facebook that you put photos on. Why do we need this other thing? And then it sold for a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, you can use less words. Yeah, <laughs> and then now somebody was saying sorry. Who is saying, somebody I know was saying that they have like a, a relative who's like like a fifteen year old girl, and that they communicate via Snapchat. Snapchat. So that's the but thing now. That's that's for penis photos, isn't it? I don't know. Well, I, I think well like, it is because yes. well, can you that, put that's what I think of? Yeah, because that's what most people use it for. But I think I if, if I'm getting this correctly, I think like say if these Snapchat kids are going to House of Targ. Yeah. Is it like some like weird? Do you Snapchat? Do you take a picture of House of Targ and then your friends go, "Oh, they're at House of Targ," and then you go to House of Targ? Is that? I don't know. Like I'm 89 years old right now because I don't know. Can we just go back to Yahoo chat room? I haven't looked. <laughs> Man, I remember like when MSN had like the little like. Oh my god! And you could change your font. Yeah. Yeah. To we, something yes. like pink and obnoxious, pink Comic Sans or yeah, something. Yeah. When I was roommates with that cursive looking one. Yeah. When I was roommates with my friend James, there would be times where we'd be chatting with somebody. What was it? I think my friend Fred was working on cruise ships, so he was like at some like internet cafe in Italy or something. And we'd be chatting with him, and he'd go, wait, are you two both in your bedrooms? And we're like, yeah, because he would leave the conversation, and then we'd keep going just for like a couple minutes and be like, do you want to watch Letterman? Yeah, when does he start? Letterman, we got like 10 minutes. Okay, yeah, I'll see you up there. You know, like it's like (laughs) instead of like yelling across the bedrooms. I just don't know if we're gonna like. Will Facebook die? Will it be, or is it eternal now? Like I don't know. Because phones have adapted. And where I, like I hear all of these things sometimes, where like so and so died, and I have to see this like your year in review bullshit with their photo and yeah. stuff. Like I don't know. Well, and it's weird when like like Roger Ebert has been dead for a couple years now. But he still has an, a Twitter account, mm-hmm. which I guess his wife or a couple of his assistants kind of run, and they just kind of keep it going with like, they'll be like the the, the, the a film fest or somebody will write an article about Roger or something mm-hmm. like some some filmmaker he loves like Scorsese will come out with a movie so they'll put that on. But so like, oh, he still has a website with that. Yeah, that work. It's an actual movie review website under his name. Yeah, and and uh, so like after you die, your your. You're, you're, I've heard story. I don't, not personally, but I've heard stories of that. If it's really weird, where, like, there'll be like, of of Facebook account will, the human being will die, and then the Facebook account will, continue on, and, like, still get updates, like still, and and then you'll get like a thing like, it's Jim's fiftieth birthday, but Jim there, died five years there, ago. There's a there's a girl who's a neighbor of mine, she passed away of um. She had cystic fibrosis. Mm-hmm. She still has a Facebook account. Yeah. And it's still like, today's her birthday. And it's like, 
what happens when you die is like your Facebook page, if it doesn't get removed, it becomes like your memorial page. It's kind yeah. of weird. You post on your yeah. wall on your birthday after you die. Yeah. Like, I remember this time when. That's so it's weird. It's sort of like when credit card companies still send dead people like <laughs> oh offers. God, that happens. Yeah, I know. That I, uh, my friends in, uh, in high school, my friend Fred, his family was, was very funny. And they had a pseudonym that they used in the phone book. And hence, they knew whenever it was like a junk mail call. And there was a few times when even like even the mum, I, I saw her do this and it blew my little 14-year-old mind, but would she'd get a call asking for Mr. So-and-so and would just make up a story, you know? Or like, I, I, if I remember correctly, a couple times would say like, oh, passed away kind of thing. And that's just how they knew. That was their like red flag that that's it was somebody, great. you know? And because now like it's, it hasn't happened to me in a long time, but I remember back when it was like a landline, you would get a call... I remember getting a call from, like, a newspaper saying, like, we want to give you a free subscription for a month. And I'd be like, oh, no, thank you. I'm a nice Canadian boy, so I'm just trying to get rid of them. And then they'd be like, oh, but it's totally free. And, and I remember going, oh, well, you know, I have the internet and television, so if I want the sports scores, I could turn on, you know, oh, that. Oh, but I would just want to keep you on the yeah. phone for as long as possible so I can keep trying to convince you. Yeah, and, eventually, and then I said, like, and the comic strips are all online now, and, yeah. and like, say if, if something happened, I could get the election results now instead of tomorrow morning. And the guy, the poor guy, he's just trying to sell me, but I could hear his voice, is like, oh, it's like Gil from The Simpsons, like, yeah. oh, Gil's gonna <laughs> yeah. get this one. They're on to us. They, they, know that, they know that print is dead. <laughs> but, uh, Gil's still up there selling encyclopedias. Yeah. But I, I have had fun, like, so I do not have a, I have a Facebook account. I don't have a Twitter or Instagram account, but I'm just like Because you're using the Mayfair. Right? Yeah. You're constantly yeah. posting Mayfair stuff. And the Mayfair thing, I, I put on... And my Facebook page, I'm, I'm really only posting Mayfair stuff. Yeah. And when people, like, I went to my college reunion, they're like, uh, oh yeah, you're always posting stuff with the Mayfair. And I'm like, I hope that's not annoying people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, I'd rather annoy people with that... I'd rather yeah. aggressively promote movies than just talk about yeah. my own bullshit. And, and I realize that it's few and far in between. And I'll, and I'll look and, and I'll, I'll have put like a, um, like a Ninja Turtle Christmas scene as my banner photo. Yeah. And it's like June. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess I should change that. But yeah, I, I, on I Facebook, post- I'm like 90% Mayfair. I do use mm-hmm. it for communication because yeah. I'll be sitting at home and it'll just be on. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll chat with Mel a lot. On, on uh, Facebook. Have, like, if I'm on my computer, I have a Facebook window open in case somebody needs to talk about work stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and like I only four talk in the morning. about work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like four in the morning. Well, I have to think about this for tomorrow. Yeah. Now's and, like, a good time to ask Andrew. Yeah. He's online. <laughs> I'm probably going to be awake. <laughs> yeah. If it's six in the morning. <laughs> but I've had fun with Instagram, where again, like Instagram, I don't even know. So we're all on Instagram, right? We just all. Like, my phone just goes to Instagram. Well, we have, like, Gwen donated the, the, the May, phone, yeah. phone for, yeah. like, Instagram photos when we're here. Yeah. And, and I'll just do, like, fun fun movie geek things I think would appeal to our Mayfair fans. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Twitter's great for that, because Twitter, yeah. there's so much, there's more content to share yeah. than yeah. on Facebook or Instagram. And, and so I'll do, like, when I went to Montreal Comic Con... There was a DeLorean there. There was a, a motorbike from Indiana Jones, Last Crusade. There was the Ecto-1. So I took pictures from that, and I've started kind of doing this little, like, Mayfair on the road tag, you mm-hmm. know? Um, or when I was in, I think when I was in New York, I did a couple of those. But so, like, that's kind of cool. Or, yeah. like, Facebook, 
I I get so nerded out when now Doug Benson has mentioned the Mayfair about eight eight or nine times because I'm doing the the movie a day challenge. Yeah. Um, and jokingly, like if anybody has been following the Mayfair tag, they'll suspiciously notice it's only Mayfair <laughs> movies listed because. Sure, I might watch that's all you watch. That's all I watch is movies here. And there'll be a gap of like four movies, and they're like, because like anything I'm not watching at the Mayfair, and the only thing I don't watch at the Mayfair is like free movie stuff at the multiplex um, or stuff at home. I just don't talk about it because I just like say that. Yeah. yeah. And there's even been a couple times where, where you know, nobody likes everything, and there's been a movie at the Mayfair that I didn't like, and you'll notice in my review, it just kind of. It's very factual. It just says this movie has blah, these blah, people in it. Was a movie. <laughs> yeah, and and because uh, I'm just trying to plug the Mayfair, but it's been so fun hearing Doug Benson say Mayfair. Yeah, and and then now that the first time it went up, he went, oh, I guess the theater's doing it. That's makes that sense. That guy must just like sit around with his friends doing podcasts. Oh yeah, Doug has like half a dozen podcasts and even, but he's so behind on like he's. It's, it feels daunting already because I'm at a movie a day and, and I just watched Love and Mercy here at the Mayfair and I think that's like whatever it's like that was like 210 yeah which means I've still Already? got huh. yeah I, but i still got 155 movies to watch and you're like at that point in the book where you just sort of wish it was finishing yeah <laughs> but then there's some people if you, if you hashtag the DLM Doug Loves Movies Challenge there's some madmen who are at like 300 or three mm-hmm. something and there's one guy who's trying to do a, he hashtagged it, two movies a day challenge. Oh my God. And I'm like, like, you, do you just give up all your social obligations and family? Like, cause it should be about quality over exactly. quantity. Yeah, really. absolutely. Like, I'm I mean, just, I watch a lot. I don't watch as many movies as I, I'd like to. I mean, I go out and buy lots of movies yeah, yeah. and put them on my shelf. But at the same time, like, I don't want to be like, yeah, like watching I'm, five movies a day just to like, you know, just to say you did. Just yeah. to say I did. You know, At the, it, and I think I think what Doug started for was an excuse to kind of catch up on those movies you haven't seen or see something new. You know, it's yeah. not just sitting at home and going like, "Gotta watch another Sharknado." You know, <laughs> like it's like, and uh, but that's what. And even so, there's been there was once where I think Brad Bird retweeted something we said on the Mayfair page, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, Judah Freelander. I made some joke about, like, Judah Freelander being, like, because he's, like, you know, he always makes these jokes about being, like, the number one comedian in the world and stuff like that. Uh, so anytime, like, a celebrity or somebody retweets us, and, and when it's somebody involved in the Mayfair, like, Greg Sestero was great yeah. when he was doing his book signing here. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, like, I, it's always, you know, like, Mad Max Fury Road, like, the powers that be there aren't retweeting us. Yeah. But when it's something like uh, Legends of Ska or... Um, when it's not a bot. Yeah, or, when it, it's or, any kind of independent or smaller film, those filmmakers and distributors are retweeting and talking about us. And I love it when, like, Legends of Ska made up a little poster and it's like... Has our name in it. Yeah, and it's like premiering at, and it's like New York, Chicago, L.A., Ottawa, London. And, and we're always part of this cool mix that yeah. we get to kind of spread the word thanks to Facebook and stuff like that. So that's always fun. Um, and like Kevin Smith was really great when we were showing, Tusk. uh, Tusk, yeah. where, where he, um, retweeted and talked about us and, and Kevin Smith loves Canada. So he was talking about that. And then his, his partner, Scott Mosier, by happenstance, we screened two very different movies that Scott worked on. One was, uh, a documentary about the band called Death. 
Oh, that's yeah. a really good. That's and a really one good one was the kids' movie Freebirds that he produced. <laughs> so you you that's tag so Scott, and then Scott will retweet and talk and get the word out to the Kevin Smith masses. So so that's cool, you yeah. know. Because um, like Facebook at its worst and Twitter at its worst can be bad, but at their best they are good communication tools that are free for a business to spread the word, and. Like, it's a great thing to spread information, I think. Yeah. I post a lot of, like, depressing, awful things that I think are very important for people to read. Yeah. For the most part, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? But it's like... Like Bill Cosby stuff? Bill Cosby oh. stuff. Fucking all Cosby. of that. All of that. Which is, like, it's uncomfortable, but I definitely think that it's important for people to read. And outside of that, it's just Mayfair stuff. So I sort of feel like nobody sees any of the Mayfair stuff because they don't want to read the same <laughs> stuff. People are in denial about the world. <laughs> I'm kidding. Man. I'm but- kidding. The, the Cosby thing was on my brain because, like, like um, Judd Apatow, who I love and respect, has been been punching bag in Cosby for, <laughs> where, how, yeah. God, how long has it been going on for now? Like, three months or uh, whatever? Like, well, okay. Deservedly. In real like, life? In, re- in real, yeah. That, in real life, like, His whole career, uh, apparently. Yeah. But I flash back and, and, like, and again, like, this is comedy... What's the term? It's like comedy plus tragedy plus time. So I don't know if there's been enough time yet. Oh. Well, he was doing... Like, st- Judd Apatow was doing stand-up on one of the late-night shows, and he was doing Cosby Conan, jokes. yeah. And he, at the same time, he's really, like... He's, he feels betrayed. He's really angry and... And he's super feminist. What's yeah. the proper term? Male feminist? Like, because... Fe- no, feminist know. is... Fem- right. Yeah, because yeah. he produces yeah. girls. And, That's like a different... Yeah. Well, meninist <laughs> is like the anti? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oops, that's the anti... Men going their own way, whatever yeah, that the, is. Yeah, the mid-gal. Yeah, I think, yeah. But anyway. the, the, the movie geek connection is is my, my friend Fred. And you know, every, especially you, there's bad movies you love. Yeah. And you, you have the VHS tape of. And you're oh, like, yeah. My friend Fred loved Leonard Part 6. Oh. Which, Ironically, I hope. Which, probably not. He has horrible taste. <laughs> but... but uh, at the time, it was this franchise of a movie that was supposed to be really big, biggest guy on television, flop of a movie, yeah. you know? And now, from a from just from a business point of view, it fascinates me is that that's a movie that a whole bunch of people worked on that, to be honest, I don't even know if it's on DVD, mm. because it was, but it was on VHS. I think it might be. It's on DVD. There's a lot of things that didn't make their way from VHS to DVD. But, like, what happens with that movie now? Like, I don't know even who produced well, it. Well, no one's... We're probably the only people on the who planet who's yeah. talking about that movie right now. But, like, before this happened, before this came to light... Wasn't there a Leonard Part 6 poster... At at Orle- at the Orleans Mayfair at one point. I think you might be right. Man. One of the doors. Yeah, you, you had uh, the concession stand cupboard doors had uh, movie posters sh- uh, yeah. laminated on them. Yeah, like Police Academy Four. Yeah, and there were a couple of others. You might be right. Lee would be able to confirm. Yeah, um, if there was, and if, if the Mayfair Orleans yeah. was still <laughs> open, you would have had to cover that up with something, probably. And it's like probably. you know, uh, you'd be like kung fuing that right now. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, we'd be burning yeah. the door in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> or like, O.J. Simpson killed people, <sighs> but he's in the Naked Gun movies. So like... He's in uh, quite a few Are movies. we allowed to watch the Naked Gun movies still? Like, yeah. Well, it's, like, it's, I mean, it's up to you. You know what yeah. I mean? There are certain, like Woody Allen, I'm, I'm 100% uncomfortable with, and yeah. I don't think I'll ever see any of his movies, because yeah. I think he, well, yeah, he gives me the heebie-jeebies. And I well, also just don't like his... Type of movie, and you like, know? and that's a good example because who's um, uh, who's the who's the fil- I always forget his name. The, the filmmaker who's hiding on the run, Roman Polanski. Roman Polanski. Mm-hmm. We screened 
Ghost Writer. Yeah. Not Ghost Rider, not the Flaming Skull. A ghost Writer, whenever that was, three or four years ago. Yeah. Starring Jim Belushi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's such a tough call of separating the artist from the crime. Yeah. And you have, you kind of, well, well you, it, because Ghost Rider. I don't think you have to. You don't, you don't have, have to. Yeah. And, and I'd say most people have a hard time. But what, yeah. what you have to remember is that a lot of great artists are not. Are monsters. Are not good people. Yeah, this is nothing new. But Ghost Rider, I watch it, I'm like, oh, that might have been my favorite movie of the year, and he's such a horrible person. Rosemary's Baby is Polanski as well, isn't it? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I love that movie. Yeah. But would I ever watch another Roman movie? Like, if you made something else. I really liked his last movie, Venus and Furs. I don't think anyone saw it, but it's... um, I really liked it. The one he did where it was just... um, John C. Riley and Jodie Foster. Oh, Carnage. Carnage. I really like Carnage, Repulsion too. is fantastic. It's with Catherine Deneuve, the horror movie. But he's it's a monster really who's cowardly on the run. He's, de- <laughs> like, he's like the definition of, yeah. But, but it's true. I don't like, know if he's a monster. I mean, that, that whole thing is kind of complicated. It's not the same as the Cosby thing. It's more like his victim actually has forgiven him. And you can forgive somebody and they're still a creeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and they still committed assault or abuse or yeah. whatever. You but know like what you, I mean? Like you go back and it's it's no excuse because it's still the same thing. But like, like Lewis Carroll was yeah. probably really? not yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, like like it's hard to say with with history distancing ourselves from it more and more. Yeah, and or the not, guy from Seventh Heaven. Yeah, I didn't even. Oh yeah, have you seen yeah, that yeah. interview where he he's like. I only know that from the headline. headline. And he's like, oh, "Oh, I'm so sorry I did this. Yeah. But like, you know, like, do you, do you pull Alice in Wonderland off the shelves because that guy was, I don't, I don't agree. I, there was some Ottawa bookstore that did that with Orson. We talked about this. Yeah. With with, uh, the Superman comic that he wrote. I don't agree with that. I think, you know, you can leave his stuff on the shelf, but. It's and, up to and, the and, consumer to... And that's what the shop said. The yeah. shop said, like, we don't want to carry it. If you want to order it, that's totally cool. We'll order it for you. Yeah. We're just not going to have... We're not going to... Like, because normally what a comic shop would do is, like, we're ordering 50 copies of Hawkeye. We sold 30. The other ones go in the back issue. So, yeah. so what they're doing is saying, you, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll place orders. But we're not... So we're not censoring it. We're just doing that, yeah. you know. But, there are definitely some people out there who'd be like, boycott, blah, blah. Like, yeah. it's not okay for you to make money off of it. Well, like, a couple of years like, ago, well, I would Like, have, I'm not against showing... Uh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, I would have... I don't think it would have drawn a crowd, but out of morbid curiosity, I would have loved to have screened the anti-Obama movie. They made, like, and it was... Complete, well, we showed Loose Change. We showed Loose Change, yeah, but they made, like, a totally, like, Fox News propaganda, oh Barack was born in Kenya movie. And I'd love to watch it just out of curiosity to see how they form this fiction, you yeah. know? I'm not well, against that. If, if, yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah. I'm more, like, impartial, like, it's all about, you know, if people, if there's a demand for it, supply and demand, if yeah. people want to see it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I won't necessarily watch it, but if, if there's an audience and people are going to buy stuff at the candy bar, like, I'm more like, I take the capitalist That's, approach. I would personally not say anything, yeah. you know, and, and, and on a, just, like... Yeah. On a completely opposite fluffy point of view, like the Alvin and the Chipmunks franchise are not my favorite films. To be fair They're to not? them, I can't. Well, uh, to be fair to them, I can't critique them because I haven't watched them. But we screen them, and I believe they're making a fourth one. And I bet you we'll screen that too if it happens to the fall around a March part break. The most about that is like the kids come in, they're super excited. The parents are sort of looking oh, at so you sad. like we're here to watch this, yeah. and you have to be like. 
Sorry. Encouraging. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. taking your money. I'm glad you're here, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so much nicer for them when we're showing a kid's movie that, like a Pixar film that everybody can get on board with. Yeah, you where know? they're not sort of like rolling their eyes and like, please yeah. help. But, but that's an example where it's like, I didn't like Alvin and the Chipmunks 3. I didn't like Human Centipede. But yeah. we played both of those to good ticket sales. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, where do you stop? And, and someone, yeah. someone got really mad at me about Human Centipede whenever that was four years ago. And, and off the top of my head, I was kind of like, but if we, if we censor this horror film that people want to see, then do we, do we didn't censor like a, a, a mainstream Oscar caliber one like Silence of the Lambs. Or like, would we have avoided in the same vein? Like, Twelve Years a Slave made people uncomfortable. Do we avoid yeah. playing Twelve Years a Slave because that yeah. one guy came out and was like, "You should be ashamed for playing this." Or, or Interstellar, we had one person really angry with really us about the sound. <laughs> yeah. Who instead of just telling us, put it to put it to social media instead yeah. of telling us they were like actually offended by the film. Like. Yeah, but that always happens. Like or like or um, uh, Birdman. I happened to be standing at the back of the theater waiting to open the curtains, and a woman walked by just furious. And this is a movie Whoa. that, at the time, was just getting millions of nominations All and critical stars. praise and everything. So there's always somebody who doesn't like something, yeah. you know? And, like, yeah. and like, if, if I had owned the Mayfair Theater back in the late 90s, I wouldn't say, you know, I didn't like Titanic. Let's not screen it. You know, yeah. uh, you, you kind of have I to... Mean, yeah. So, like, I can't bash fans of things that I don't enjoy, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, sure, I can in my head. I do sometimes. But, like, I'm not going to say don't come watch this. Yeah. You can watch whatever the heck you want. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, and like, like but Quentin Tarantino is, like, speaking of 12 Years a Slave. It's your dollars yeah. that are the vote. Right? Yeah. And that's... No. I always think of Django when people talk about 12 Years a Slave because they're, like, a similar topic but so different. Yeah. But every single Quentin movie that's ever come out has been... Like, highly praised, won a bunch of awards, and there's a bunch of people who are horribly offended. Yeah. And well, the whole end, it's the whole N-word issue, right? Yeah, and, and but I remember when Pulp Fiction came out, and I'm sure the same thing happened with Kill Bill, and I'm sure the same thing happened with Jackie Brown, is that a movie will get nominations, and then people assume it's like a Merchant Ivory film. And then they'll if, go. Yeah, if there are feathers on the poster, you know, yeah, usually it is. Yeah, but, they, but, then, but even back in the day, like, I'm sure... Uh, Midnight Cowboy or uh, Apocalypse Now offended mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. you know, because people think people think Oscars and they think you know Gone with the Wind or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, Quentin Tarantino knows what he's doing. You know, yeah. and it's like there's always gonna be somebody offended by it, and and that's especially nowadays. People, there's always something that's gonna offend people, yeah. even if it's not really offensive. Yeah, but I, I love man, like I I love a documentary about something weird, and even if I don't agree with it. Like like a, a, a whether it's like a something about UFOs, I'm all in. I have well, like you if know. If it's like super sad and depressing, I am there and I have tissues for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and uh, don't you hate it though when people call a movie depressing, even if like yeah, nope. like yeah. people were saying like uh, love and uh, love and mercy, love and mercy. The, uh, yeah, Brian Wilson movie. Like oh, it sounds so depressing. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's not depressing. Like I'm sure no. there's a lot of sadness. There, in it, there's but. there's tragedy in it, but it's it's a great movie. Man, I just I just I gotta think about it more because I just watched it moments ago. But 
I don't know if everyone else feels... They, they, are the critics all over this movie? This seems like a movie that people should get, like, Oscar nominations for. Mm-hmm. Like, it seems like yeah. a beloved American you know icon. You know when people say, like, oh, it sounds depressing. Like, it's when yeah. people use that dismissively. Yeah. Well, I, I find it... There's nothing wrong with a sad... dismissively. It's the, because you're assuming that somebody doesn't want to feel those feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and the, it's there's like, nothing wrong with sadness in movies, right? Like, well, it was amazing, even though it was Spielberg back in the day, that... Um, Schindler's List made a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. because of that. Like people are like, it's a black and white movie that really shows the Holocaust, but people but still. But it doesn't wait. depress me. Yeah, like I no. can see how it could depress people. Like because it's you it's know sad. There's it's, a very specific like sad gut feeling yeah. when you watch that movie, but it's yeah. not like, oh, now I'm gonna go jump off of yeah <laughs> yeah or anything you know. And it's nothing new, like because it's like there's always been tragedy. That being film. said, it could be triggering to somebody who's had similar shitty experiences mm-hmm. and they probably shouldn't come see it because it might make them want to jump off a bridge. Yeah. Well, the stuff that, that would depress me are movies that are just like really cynical and hate the audience. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. Not the stuff. I, I guess I, what I'm saying is that I hate when people say, oh, it sounds depressing or it's a depressing movie just because it's a movie about... Yeah. Something sad. You're right, yeah. I but it, it's not punishing, you know, to yeah. watch it necessarily. Well, it's like I have to see um, uh, Mike Judge's movie that Jason Bateman was in about beer uh, extract. Is that what it was called? Oh, yeah, the, the it was about vanilla extract or not. Yeah, they was were like, about? yeah. Because so I saw that at the Mayfair like the day after being like horribly heartbroken dumped. Oh, no. And I just came to see it. To oh, like, to but you're know, getting married now. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And, but, like, it's kind of like a blur. And I didn't like the movie, although, like, I love Mike Judge. I love Beavis and Butthead. I love King of the Hill. You know, like, I, I love Office Space. So that's interesting because, like, my brain just wasn't there. It's like wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. So I have to see that movie again to see, like, oh, that's different, you know. But is like, it going to remind you of your breakup? It could. I don't know. But it's, like, but it's stuff like that where it's, it's even, like, I, like... I like westerns because my dad loved westerns. Yeah. Or like there'll be stuff where like where BB King died. My dad loved BB King, and my dad passed away years ago now. But when BB died, besides being sad about that, it hit me double mm-hmm. because it was like yeah. my dad connected. Yeah. It. So I will see a western, and there's a sense in my brain of like, oh, I wish my dad could have seen that. Yeah. So it's kind of like a nice depression, you know? Like it's like I it's get just it. Poignant. I went to see Elton John. Yeah. And I- Cried oh, throughout the entire show. Yeah, because like that, you're not avoiding yeah. these. things. No, no. yeah, but, but like I'll I'll see like something like that and it just hits me, yeah. you know. And and but that's it, it sounds so hokey, but that's like the power of yeah. film. Yeah, yeah, where like it it can be connected to you, for, like everything makes me cry. I'm I'm a sucker, and I watched the um the the Comic Con uh, the recent Comic Con thing where they rolled out all the Star Wars actors, and at the end. Um, Harrison Ford came out oh my God. and when Mark Hamill and I love Mark Hamill Mark Hamill came out Carrie Fisher came out Harrison Ford and I was just hit like with this like goose bumpy thing of like and, and I oh keep I keep on joking over and over again of like like getting beat up in junior high and having my comics ripped in half by bullies has been worth it because now we live in a world with all of this geek pop culture yeah and but that affects me and it's in, it's in a good way but it's it's that you can go see a movie and know that it's a bunch of, like, actors and special effects and that, like, I get choked up at a scene where Hawkeye's giving a speech because yeah. my brain is like... And M.A.S.H.? No, M.A.S.H. No, not oh. M.A.S.H. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you meant. Maybe a M.A.S.H., I don't know. But yeah, like, like 
if a movie doesn't make me cry, I'm kind of like, oh, you didn't do it. You didn't do and it. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that for sure. If if I don't have feelings, whichever way, if I'm not yeah. either crying or terrified or like yeah. feeling anxious somewhat because I want to know what's going to happen, yeah. the movie is failed. It was... It was Either Anchorman or maybe Talladega Nights. It was one of those... I really like Will Ferrell. One of those Will Ferrell movies. And my friend and I were watching it in the theater. And like, and it was like most empty theater near the end of its run. And maybe about to die. Like, I was laughing so hard. It was almost like, we got to leave the theater. And it just... We were in like a good mood and it hit us the right way. Yeah. And, and that's different. That's why I would say you got you to see comedy and horror movies at a theater. Yeah. Because you get that reaction. But it's amazing that that could happen when it's, you know it's coming, you know? Yeah. I feel that's kind of gone now, or I've never really experienced that because I, I see, like, old video of people reacting at, like, one of the first Jaws oh, screenings yeah. or The yeah. Exorcist. It, I was thinking and, about that just now. And now, the like... Exorcist. People vomited. People passed out. Well, I've seen that here. I've seen when we've shown The Exorcist, I've seen people, like, get really, really? woozy. Oh, yeah. I yeah. just can't even... I guess maybe I'm but, desensitized. But I'm, I'm missing that now because we showed, like, for example, like, Halloween. We, yeah. we showed Halloween 1, 2, and 3 here one night. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people were laughing at it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which pissed me off because it was that kind of hipster, like, cynical, like, like oh... Yeah, we know you've seen it already. Yeah, kind of like, this is from the 70s, so... Yeah. You know, this is laughable. But is it like I like it when we? But I'd want to be in an audience where people are like screaming at it. They're really terrified, yeah. and I don't. I don't know if I've ever felt that. I find people. A lot of people today are too hip for. Yeah. Um. Scary movies. There's a couple of scary movies that I've seen here in the past couple of years where somebody screamed. I think it was at the Antichrist. Oh, oh yeah. um. Somebody... Which is not a horror movie, yeah. but basically. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, um, and during the Babadook as well. Oh, Bob, yeah, oh yeah. really? Shit got real. And for comedy, uh, um, the 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 one that Jermaine uh, was in from uh, the, what we do in the shadows. Yeah, what that totally got like big. Oh yeah, yeah, I was hearing the laughs from that. Yeah, that was good. And a girl uh, actually walked out of the skin I live in, the Pedro Almodovar mm-hmm. movie, oh, yeah. and she went to the bathroom and was like crying. And oh, I'm like, are you yeah. okay? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I just... my skin's coming off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to do in episode seven. It's going to be just crying for two hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but hey, I think we did it. I think we just did a podcast. We just without... talked about a bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. We just need to talk. Take that, movies. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but as we said, you're all smart enough to go to the Mayfair Theater website or social media and find oh, out what we're we playing. Oh, should we mention the, uh, the coming soon thing that we wanted to, to talk about that quickly? What's coming Check soon? Check your coming soon page on the well, website. Well, how, how there was some confusion oh, over that. We've gotten a couple of questions. Well, we get this question pretty regularly, actually, because some of our awesome patrons are also patrons over at the Awesome Bytown mm-hmm. uh, and hold memberships for both. And some like to come see movies here more than there if they can because of proximity or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so one question that often comes up is, if there's a movie playing at the Bytown and we want to see it at the Mayfair instead, how the heck do we know? If you're going to play it. It's a good question. Uh, which is a super good question. And the answer is, if it's on the schedule at the Bytown for a week and you've heard about it and somebody famous is in it, probably we're going to play it sometime soon. If it's a Woody Allen film, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Right now, they're showing, Kellen's in it. If they're showing, right now they're showing Irrational Man. Yeah. You know, and the new Woody Allen film, for example, will play for a week or more. Yeah. We'll definitely show it. Uh, I think they played Suite Française, for example, and we've got it for a full week. So they had it for a week. It did well, so we're picking it up kind of thing. Um, so that's a good rule. If they're playing it for three days or less, chances are we won't. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's um, good to know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that's that. Yeah. Um, and everything else we get out as fast as we can to the yeah, public. Yeah, and uh, besides that, make check our coming soon page. And if you're at the theater, check out the posters that are up everywhere. That should mm-hmm. be yeah. a pretty good indicator. And every of what's Monday, every Monday late afternoon is when the schedule gets uh, yeah. updated. Cool. Yeah. Was that it? I think that's it. I think, I think that's it. Yeah. So everybody, uh, go hopefully ahead. that clears up some confusion yeah. for people. If you've made it this far. Yeah. <laughs> So everybody go to House of Targ, everyone go to Audible and... Download a free audiobook. Audible.com slash Mayfair Theatre Podcast. Yeah. Download, um, yeah. Do it. And then uh, we'll be back, well, you guys are listening to this after we've recorded it, but we'll be back in a week, and Mel will be back from her grand journey east. Mm -hmm. Yay. With lobsters in tow. (laughs) Oh, oh, sounds good. (laughs) They'll be pets, probably. Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. All right, see you later. Get more out of life. Go out to a movie.